What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Breakdown. My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. And we are the WDW Couple, bringing you all the Disney information. We don't actually do that, but, <laughs> you know, we make Disney videos occasionally when it's open. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yikes. <laughs> Burn. Ouch. Yeah, anyways... Uh, welcome back to another episode. Like I said, we're staying on track, so mm -hmm. this has been posted for the second week in a row. Yay! Pat, pat on the back. <laughs> Each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Gale Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have... Oh, my gosh. He messes us up almost every episode, except for the last episode. He did really well. I did it just fine, because I yeah. read it right off of the sheet. Yeah, so you should of just do that. Computer. <laughs> Each and every week, Gold Gale Getaways... Uh, <laughs> each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Gale Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we have agents who can help you plan your next vacation to Florida or any other destination around the world, and you can submit a quote in the show notes. And an agent will get back to you with a quote for more information. The way you started reading that reminded me of when we did our Halloween Horror Nights podcasts, and you would, like, read it in this really weird announcer voice. <laughs> That's the best part about this whole thing. That's why I like to do mm -hmm. it. Yeah. This episode, and each and every single episode, at least for now, is also brought to you by JTR Media. This is a full-line production company, apparently, uh, where we create <laughs> magical moments, uh, whether it's family vacation time in the parks, proposals in the parks, your wedding... Wherever More that may be. Birthday parties, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. We have some Disney fairy tale weddings coming up. Real estate. If you need to do some real estate, oh, yeah. we can shoot some video and photo for real estate projects as well. So mm -hmm. you can submit a quote uh, in the show notes, I think, as well, or yep. in the description of the video on YouTube. JTRmedia.org. JTRmedia.org. And we should be going back to Pennsylvania this fall for some weddings as well. We are. And mm -hmm. that'll be fun. We actually, uh, unfortunately, uh, we still have the wedding, but it got moved for obvious reasons all the way till November. So the wedding yeah, we were going to be shooting. It was supposed to be May 9th. May 9th has now been moved to November. Moving on. <laughs> so we are still going on our Disney Fantasy Group Cruise in August. It is from August 22nd to the 25th. 2020 and it's on the disney fantasy out of port canaveral it's a very short cruise it's like three nights and we'll be making one stop at disney's castaway key pretty exciting love castaway key i know and i love disney fantasy's ship we've been on it what three times we're gonna be going on it for a fourth time I th yeah i think that's right yeah mm -hmm. we love the fantasy i don't know why because it's awesome and then we're also going to be going on another Royal Caribbean cruise. Oh, and by the way, that Disney Fantasy Cruise, it's a group cruise, so we would love if you would join us. And then same thing with this Royal Caribbean cruise I'm about to tell you about. It is our third group cruise. It's not till 2021 on Royal Caribbean. It will be a seven-night Alaskan cruise in July 2021 out of Seattle, Washington. You can email events at goldgalgetaways.com. Give them as much information as you can about you and the members in your party, what kind of room you would want, your ages, birth dates, all that sort of thing. And tell them that you want to go on our cruise. And make sure you specify if it's the Disney Fantasy Cruise or the Royal Caribbean Cruise to Alaska and i'm really excited because it's a seven nighter on the ovation of the seas i'm pretty excited too especially mm -hmm. just the destination i mean the ship will be nice as well but the destination itself is. oh just, yeah that's what i'm remarkable. mostly excited about so. 
yeah. Cool. I want to see glaciers. That's like, I don't really have a bucket list, but if I did, seeing whales and glaciers would be on that bucket list. You're buzzing over there. Um, my family is messaging me. And as always, the best way to support us is through Patreon. We yes. have some amazing patrons over there. Uh, we're actually going to be sending out some postcards to mm-hmm. them. And starting off, uh, we do some live streams. We're going to be doing some live streams just for them exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that also is going to start today when this podcast gets, well, the same day that this podcast gets posted. Not the same time, <laughs> but at the same day. Yes. So, no news this week for obvious reasons. We're going to be moving yeah. right into this week's breakdown. Yeah, the news is just kind of all the same every single day and just all sad. And we don't want to be sad. So, we already have to be cooped up at home. So, yeah. Well, they did send us, Disney did send us a little press release that they are oh, still yeah, they doing did. the um, flag raising and lowering ceremony mm-hmm. every day apparently which is which is cool nobody's there to see that except for the few cast members that are there to do it mm-hmm. but you but know. it's kind of special that they're still doing that yeah yeah so moving into this week's breakdown we thought we would talk about what if you only had one day at magic kingdom you might be like well josh who the heck would only have one day at magic kingdom well there's a lot of people a lot of people mm-hmm. come here for conferences other things <laughs> okay. and, and they only get one day yeah so whenever josh actually mentioned this topic to me before we you know wrote up our little outline here i was actually thinking about whenever his some of his family came to visit his sisters and some of their step siblings and everything there were 10 of them and they had one day at magic or there were eight of them and then i mean there's a lot yeah plus us was 10 of us and they had one day they were going to Magic Kingdom for. Was this Joyce and yes, all Joyce, Darren, Jillian, Mackenzie, yeah. all of them. There were ten of us total in the group because we went with them that day. Literally one day at Magic Kingdom was all they had. So, this is a rope drop to. Yeah, I think we were there. Park closed all day. We were. I remember. Do you remember trying to leave? We were in a train. We're holding on to each other's I, shoulders, I, I trying to get out that. through the crowd I do remember to the that. monorail. It was I do insane. That. Yep. Yeah. But that's what I thought of. So we thought it would be kind of cool um, just to, to talk about it a little bit. Uh, I don't know, like, how much detail we're going to go into because it is really subject to what you want to do. So everything mm-hmm. that we say that we might do might not necessarily be what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one thing that is very obvious is that if you only have one day, you want to make the most of that day, you definitely have got to start before the park opens, basically, and you got mm-hmm. to stay until the park closes. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, another thing, too, is that you can still buy your tickets in advance online. Yes, a lot of people don't realize that. One thing I think you still have to do, though, is you still might have to pick up your physical ticket, right? So if you don't have a magic it band. It depends. How far in advance you order your ticket, because you can choose to have it mailed to you, or you can choose to pick it up. Obviously, those are like probably the most important things so far. Those um, are things you got to think of before you get to Magic Kingdom. Exactly. So you got to plan. You still have to plan, even if it's one day. Especially if it's one day. Especially you if it's need one to day. plan. I so, mean, you can you could do it on a whim. I mean, you could still come and do it on a whim. You're not going to be able to see probably everything that you would like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could do it on one on a whim. But I guess what we're going to be talking about today is like you have to have at least 30 days notice. Mm-hmm. That would be the best way to do this. For the best experience. Right. On one day. Yeah. And that's one day ticket to Magic Kingdom, no park hopper, 
Exactly. You're not going to be able to go another day. Like, you just have a one-day ticket. That's what we're talking about. Even if you have a one-day ticket, you can still book your Fast Passes in advance. A lot of people don't realize that if you buy a one-day ticket. Those 30-day in advance Fast Passes are for everybody. Right. So... Make sure you have it before your 30-day mark and kind of figure out what fast passes you might want to get. Now, with the 30 days, you're kind of a little bit more limited because there were all those people that already were able to book 60 days in advance. But there's even times where I book fast passes for us the night before, and I'm still able to get the stuff I really want. Right. So, got to think about it like that. When you're booking these fast passes, try and book them back to back. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. So you want to book them first thing in the morning and book them back to back. Because if you book one for like 8 p.m., then you're not going to be able to modify fast passes, which is going to be a big help for you on your one day to Magic Kingdom. Right. We have a video about that. Some people think that video doesn't work anymore, but it does. It, the, the screen just looks different. The theory of how it works and how it operates is all still the same. It's just that the mm -hmm. screen is a little bit different. And mm -hmm. and actually, I think with the way that it is set up now, it's probably a little bit easier to do than what it was back then. Um, but maybe. maybe not. But that is the, the concept of this. Is So you're going to have your Fast Passes booked. You want to have them all basically back-to-back -back so that as soon as you get through that third one, mm -hmm. you can start making another Fast Pass reservation mm -hmm. for you to use. Now, you once you get those three done, you can only book them one at a time, but right. that really helps you to conquer and do more attractions throughout the day than it is if you have you know, uh, a Space Mountain in the morning and a uh, whatever in the afternoon, and like let's say you have firework viewing, special viewing for... Fast pass, like that's not something that you would need. So try they to keep they them. They don't do that anymore. Well, uh, some parks do. I mean, if you went oh. to Epcot, Epcot does have that. Oh, I think. we're talking about Magic I know, Kingdom. But just saying, <laughs> try and keep all of your fast passes right in the morning. Yeah. So you want to do like a 9 to 10 a.m. fast pass, 10 to 11 a.m. fast pass, and then 11 to 12 a.m. Right. 12 a.m. 12 p.m. fast pass. And then you'll be able to modify those accordingly. So modifying fast passes is a whole nother podcast video whatever so it's a lot to talk about and i could talk about it all the time but anyway another thing you want to talk about or discuss if it's going to be you by yourself or if you're going to be with like a small group or you know just your significant other whatever you want to talk about what kind of meals you might want to do because that's going to take up time during your day so you want to decide if you're going to do sit down meals or you want to decide if you're just going to do like snacks and quick service if you want to make the most of your day I would recommend just doing quick service and snacks. Yeah, I would agree. If you really need to do a sit-down meal, you can always do a breakfast early morning, like sit-down character breakfast, or a really late night, like after the fireworks dinner, but that's going to be really late. Talk about breakfast a little bit more briefly here in just a couple of minutes, because I want to mention this as another way to make the most of your day. So... Moving into your actual park day. So it has now been 30 days. You had those fast passes booked. You kind of planned out what attractions you really want to do when you get to Magic Kingdom. Really what we're assuming is that, number one, you probably don't have a Mind Train Fast Pass. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at this point, you probably don't need to get a Peter Pan one either because... Basically, once you're here for the park, you're going to do rope drop. So if the park opens up at 9 o'clock, you're really going to want to be there around 8. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's not parking at Magic Kingdom. That is actually at the turnstiles. At Magic Kingdom, looking at the train station right. at 8 a.m. Um, because at some point, they're going to start letting you into the park and funnel in. And so mm -hmm. you'll move 
all the way down uh, Main Street USA, down into the hub. And probably the best place for you to start with Rope Drop, if you're trying to do as many attractions as you can, is to do Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which will be just off to the right side of Cinderella's Castle. And another thing about being there at 8 a.m. and the park opens at 9 so a few people actually have told me, well, that's really stupid. Why would you get there an hour before just to stand there? Well, think about it this way. Wouldn't you rather stand there for an hour, not missing any park time, basically being one of the first people in the line to head to Mine Train? Or would you rather show up at 9 a.m.? The park's already probably about to open if it already didn't open. And then you have to go stand in line for Mine Train for an hour plus. And now the park's open, and now you're wasting park time. Yeah, because whenever you're doing that rope drop, and if you're there early and you get up to where the crowd is going to be held to move to Seven Dwarves, if you don't show up till 9 o'clock, that herd of people is already going to be so large and so big Mm -hmm. that you're going to be waiting quite a while. At least an hour. Um, And so it's it's really important to try and maximize in park time. So take that extra time. Get there early, and then that way you can do that. Now, you don't have to go to Seven Dwarfs, but mm-hmm. for the purpose of this, I would suggest that. I think we would both suggest going to do Seven Dwarfs right away. Anytime I have taken someone to Magic Kingdom, this would be like Josh's brother, Matthew, Josh's sisters, Jillian and Mackenzie, mm-hmm. um, my friend Bum, whenever she came down and we went to the park. This is exactly how we started it, and we had the most successful days doing it this way. Yep. So basically, we rope dropped to Mine Train. You'll see, Josh already said, off to the right-hand side of the castle, you'll see a herd of people starting to form because you can't walk straight through the castle. They will lead you around near the teacups back to get into the line for Mine Train. Yep. So you have to go that way. Otherwise, you're going to end up behind all those people. Something else that could be an option that I just want to mention that would help you be able to do Mine Train and some other Fantasyland attractions is early morning magic. Oh, yeah. If that is an option on the day that you're going to Magic Kingdom. Now, note, this is going to cost you extra money, but it's giving you an extra hour and a half in the park in Fantasyland before the rest of the park opens. And you can basically walk on Mine Train and all those other attractions as many times as you want an hour and a half. Yeah, how much... Do you remember how much it was? I want to say it was $114. Yeah, so that's on top of your one-day ticket. Which um, is also probably about $114. Which is going to be expensive, but this is going to give you the time to really knock out pretty much all of Fantasyland that Mm -hmm. is open for you to to have access to. And the best part about that is, too, is that if you do early morning magic um, with the breakfast, you want to do all of those attractions first thing, and then once the park officially opens up at 9 o'clock... That's the time to go eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it's open up to park guests. That's still only that breakfast is still only for you. You'll have a wristband mm-hmm. on so that they can check that, um, and so it just makes it a little bit. Um, again, it, it's just utilizing that extra time that you're paying for mm-hmm. a little bit more wisely, rather than going in eating breakfast and then going doing attractions. Get in there, go right to Seven Dwarves, go over to Peter Pan. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is open Winnie sometimes. The Winnie the Pooh is open. Small World. Uh, is Little Mermaid open, I think? I think, I want to say that it is. Yeah. So, that, that's, I mean, that would be the best way to do it. If you've got early morning magic, then you've already knocked out pretty much all of Fantasyland. If you don't, right, I almost, I, I don't think that we normally do this because it's not always something that we're like, oh, let's go ride this attraction. But I would get off of Seven Dwarves, and then I would go ride Peter Pan. 
because Peter Pan gets an extremely long line mm-hmm. um, and is almost impossible to get a fast pass for because it's just it's so popular. Normally, I think we would go to like Space Mountain, we do Buzz mm-hmm. Lightyear, or we'd go to Thunder Mountain. Normally, we can still get fast passes later on throughout the day for those attractions. So, mm-hmm. just something to think about, you know, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. So. In my experience of going and doing a one day at Magic Kingdom, after I've done Mind Train, this is without early morning magic that we just talked about, you can go do Peter Pan, but I typically always just skip Peter Pan and go to Tomorrowland to go to Space Mountain, because Space Mountain is not a very far walk from Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Right. And a lot of people are still going straight to Mind Train because the park just opened. So if you get on Mind Train, one of the first groups of people to get on, and then you go straight over to Space Mountain, you're only going to wait maybe 10 minutes, which is probably just walking through the queue. And then I like to do Buzz Lightyear next because it's right there. And Buzz Lightyear doesn't have a long line in the morning for probably the first couple hours, but in the afternoon, Buzz Lightyear starts to get pretty busy. It does. Even though it's a continuously moving ride, it still gets a long line. So here's the thing for... The next thing I like to do, you have to have a mindset that like you are going to be hustling around all day because if you want to do everything or not necessarily everything, but you want to do all those big attractions, you have to be willing to get from one attraction to the next attraction without kind of like you can't be meandering around. Yeah. Yeah. Meandering. I I was meandering, meandering, but then you started talking. So my mind just like went off. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's also really important to know that when you're having, if you've got one day and you really want to do everything, you better bring some good walking shoes and prepare yourself to really be hustling from attraction Mm -hmm. to attraction. Now, um, Taylor has done more one days in magic kingdom than I have done because she's had a lot more friends come down and, and that's what they, a lot of them want to do. Um, by friends, he means his brothers and sisters. <laughs> no, cause like bum came down. Um, Audrey, Audrey was here, down. but that was only one evening. Oh, that was one evening. That wasn't even a day. But anyways, um, I mean, you gotta be ready because if you're really trying to do everything, you gotta remember that. Magic Kingdom tends to be always the most busiest park out of all four parks. Even on a slower mm-hmm. day, it's probably still busier than other parks. Yes. So there's a lot of people. And to really kind of maximize doing those attractions, you you might be doing some back and forth walking. You're not really yes. going to be able to do it in a methodical, you know, clockwise or counterclockwise type of fashion. That would be great. And it would save a lot of walking on your legs. But it's not really feasible. But it's not realistic. Yeah. So... Always understand that you've got to be taking advantage of what you can get and what you can do at the certain times during the day. So, like Taylor was saying, basically, once you get done doing Space Mountain and Buzz Lightyear, there's really not a lot left to do in in Tomorrowland. There is. um, There is, but those aren't going to have long wait times. That's why you don't want to do those. There's a Tomorrowland Speedway, which Mm -hmm. does have somewhat of a long wait time, but I really think that most people can probably skip that unless you really have your heart set on doing that. You've got TTA, which is continuously moving. Um, you don't. You should wait and do that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've also got Carousel of Progress. Uh, Carousel of Progress is a nice afternoon. Carol Carousel? Carol Baskin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a good one to do, yeah, later in the afternoon once it starts getting yeah, hot. Try to relax a little cause bit. Because you can get inside. It's dark and cool. But... Just keep in mind. Now, if you want to meet characters, that's where you can meet Buzz. But Buzz probably isn't going to be meeting until about 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So 
probably isn't going to be 10 o'clock at that time. Yeah. So I always like to go over to Frontierland after Tomorrowland because a lot of people do like to go to Space Mountain or Space Mountain. A lot of people like to go to Splash Mountain and Thunder Mountain, but it seems the majority like to go to Mine Train and Space Mountain first. So if you can knock those two out first and then get Buzz Lightyear in because it's a continuously moving ride and really doesn't take that long, head over to Frontierland and try and do Mine Train... I, my brain is not working. I wow. need a Red Bull. It's been days without a Red coffee. Bull. No, Red Bull. Oh, Yikes. my gosh. So, then head over to Frontierland and do Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain. Doesn't matter really which order you do them in. Um, yeah, you can just kind of pick and choose based on your wait times and which one you'd rather do more in case for some reason you don't want to end up waiting in the line for the other one. Right. If the lines are starting to get long. And like when we say long lines, we're talking like over 20, 25 minutes is long for us. Yeah. Now, somebody that's only coming for one day, you will probably have time. If you knock out a good couple of rides in the morning, you're going to have time throughout the day to wait in line for 30, 40 minutes for a ride. Yeah. I probably wouldn't wait any longer than 60 minutes for any attraction. Yeah. And most of the time when they post a wait time for an attraction, it's usually not as long as what they're posting. So if it says 60, eh, it might be closer to 45. Um, Usually it is less than what is posted. Now, Mm -hmm. that's not always the case, but usually that is what happens. Yes. The only ride that is usually longer than what's posted or is pretty dead on accurate is usually seven doors, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, so that's why you want to walk, knock that one out first, like very first, because that ride is so short, it's honestly not worth standing in line more than like 30 minutes, in my opinion, because you get off that and you're like, I can't believe I just waited right. two hours for a two-minute ride, because that's normally how it ends up going. But after I do Splash Mountain, my favorite ride, and Thunder Mountain... It's always a good idea to just head right into Adventureland and do Pirates. Yeah, Pirates or even just doing um, Jungle Cruise. Oh, and Jungle Cruise is there. So Jungle Cruise can be problematic because Jungle Cruise is not continuously moving. And the boarding and unloading process is kind of long. So if Jungle Cruise is over a 30-minute wait... It's like mine train. If you see it says 30 minutes, it's at least 30 minutes. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Like I've waited in Jungle Cruise queue before and it's been awful. So that one's kind of a hit or miss. If you can get a fast pass for Jungle Cruise later in the day after you've used your first three fast passes, which hopefully by this point you've used those three fast passes or have almost used them. Jungle Cruise is definitely one to try and look for in the afternoon because from my experience, they typically are available like between one and like five o'clock. I always seem to find fast passes for Jungle Cruise if I can get them like earlier in the day. Yeah. So Pirates and Jungle Cruise, I think, mm-hmm. if you're in Adventureland. Now, I'm making an assumption that you're an adult. You're probably not interested in riding things like maybe Dumbo and Aladdin. I know for me, like, that's not something that, like, oh, I've got to ride this attraction mm-hmm. because I don't know. Now, if that is something that you have. Hey! Quit your barking. Guard dog over there. Um, now, if that is something that you have to ride, 
I think normally you can probably just wait for Aladdin's Magic Carpet Ride. Mm-hmm. Dumbo is a different story because I think Dumbo, even though it's got that indoor jungle gym. And it has the two sides. And it has the two sides. It still can have a pretty decent wait time. So I would try to get a fast pass for that. And I think normally you can usually get one. Taylor has normally gotten me one. I've never had an issue trying to get Dumbo. Every time that I've been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So think about that. I mean, and, and the reason I brought up Aladdin is because it is in Adventureland. Right near, yeah. And there are some other attractions. Well, at least one other. There are some other attractions in there that, that you can do also the while you're there. Tiki Room. Tiki Room, if which you're is... you're into that. Well, it's a great place to go in there and hang out in the afternoon at the hottest part of the day. Yes. So that's another thing to think about whenever you're doing a full day at Magic Kingdom. Yes, you want to hit all the biggest, baddest attractions in the kingdom, but you need to take time for breaks and relaxing. Now... Taking a break doesn't mean just sitting on a bench. That could mean going to a show, like the Tiki Room. Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents. The Country Bear Jamboree. Sit in the air conditioning for a little bit because it's Florida. It's hot here pretty much year-round. Sometimes we get lucky and we have a few cool days, but not so much. So you just want to think about places that you can go in and sit down for a little bit, even if it's a show. Like, Josh likes the Hall of Presidents because it's nice, like, comfortable, like, movie theater type chairs. Yeah. And same thing with Mickey's Philhar Magic and the Carousel of Progress over in Tomorrowland. So those are some attractions you want to keep in the back of your mind for whenever you're starting to feel tired. That way you can go in and sit down for a little bit, relax during the show, not necessarily take a nap because I think that's kind of rude. <laughs> but just sit there and relax for a little bit. I took a nap in Hall of Presidents. Yeah, I know you do. I've seen it multiple times, so. Excuses. Yeah. Um. So I would say at this point, you know, another thing to think about uh, while we're talking about attractions and what we're doing, because at this point, it's really kind of subjective to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense for us to like, eh, well, that's what we would do next. Those are just, I mean, you've done all the big things, hopefully, by yeah. now. Yeah, hopefully you've done pretty much the big stuff. I would say before you come, just have that what you really want to do and try to knock out what you really, really want to do as far as like the bigger attractions mm-hmm. go. At, at this point, though, I think we could talk a little bit about like um, you've probably eaten around. Well, I don't know. Depends on when you ate breakfast, if you ate breakfast before you came or maybe if you were planning on grabbing something in here. But I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about if you've only got one day here, right, because that's what we're talking about, what would you get to eat? That's a good idea. I mean, you've got, you only got one day. Uh, One day to take in the Disney delicatessens, eateries, foodies, snackies, delectables. So I guess I would ask, what would you have to have? What, like, let's say, let's say three things, three things that you've got to have when you get, like, while you're here. doesn't matter when you get it, because if you think about it, you, you can kind of just throw it in at any point in time during the day. Okay. So this is for, like, somebody that, whether you've been to Disney or not, these are just things I feel like you, they're like must-haves. Disney must-haves. So I'm going to say, and this one, the first one's an either, so one or the other, a Mickey ice cream bar or a Mickey ice cream sandwich. I'd get neither of those. Because people, some people don't like the Mickey ice cream bars. I don't mind them, but I prefer the Mickey ice cream sandwich. So I feel like that's something that you should get when you come to Disney World. Like, that's like a classic thing. I also really like a Mickey pretzel with some cheese. I know Josh likes that, too. 
And I would like to say Dole Whip, but I don't like Dole Whip. So, a third thing you should get when you come to Magic well, Kingdom. I was asking what you would get. I'm not saying what you think other people should get. I'm asking what you would get. Those are things I would get. I would get a Mickey ice cream bar or a Mickey ice cream sandwich. You wouldn't get a Dole Whip, though. But I, that's why I said I would like to say a Dole Whip, but I don't like Dole Whip, so I'm not going to say that. It's just... Sorry. It's a classic Disney treat, Delicacy. is all I'm saying, is a Dole Whip. But I don't like Dole Whips. So I would say maybe go to, what's it called, in Liberty Square. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow in Liberty Square and get a waffle snack of sorts. Whether you get a fruit one or a chocolate one or whipped cream or, or the chicken sandwich. Uh, okay, that works. That's what I would go with. So I guess if you're watching on YouTube and you're and you're listening and paying attention, maybe leave us in the comments down below, what are three things that you have to get to eat while you're at Magic Kingdom? You've only got one day. This is the one day that you can go. You can get whatever you want. What are you going to get? So I definitely think for me, I'm definitely not going to sit down. I would like to go to Crystal Palace. Cause I, I was just thinking like snack food. Well, I mean, it doesn't have necessarily have to be snack food, though. Oh, well, you didn't like, say that because I would pick counter service I said food. to eat. I said to eat. Oh, I mean, now he changes the rules. I wouldn't go to Crystal Palace, but I would probably get a hot dog from Casey's Corner, I think. Okay. I think I would probably get a chili dog. And then, of course, I have got to have the Mickey pretzel with cheese. I love having Mickey pretzel with cheese. It does. It's Mickey's face. It's classic. It's iconic. You can get a good Instagram picture if that's what you need. Iconic. And after that, totally and completely overpriced. But if money's not a, if money is no object to you, I might get cheeseburger egg rolls again. Um, they're really expensive. They're like almost eight dollars for two of them. Definitely not worth it. But they are really good, and I really enjoy them. And they go very, very quickly. And uh, yeah, that was almost all snack food. I guess a hot dog is not snack food. But I thought you were gonna like talk about Pecos Bills or something. Well, I mean, uh, no, because I would say, like, well, I can do, like, Pecos Bills anywhere. And, of course, I can get a hot dog anywhere, too. But, no, when I think about going to Magic Kingdom and eat, Pecos Bills doesn't really pop up for me. They've Mm -hmm. changed up too much over the last year, couple of years. Yeah, I guess so. So, I I mean, it's still, like, I don't mind going in there to eat. But for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. I always like to have a hot dog. I wish they had some awesome corn dogs like they do in uh california adventure that'd be awesome oh, yeah those corn dogs were awesome or the really good uh maple bacon churro Ooh. but we're not talking about that we're talking about magic kingdom so and Walt Disney World. um but yeah i mean like that's what i would get mm-hmm. those are my things and i'd be like super satisfied i think yeah and so we talked about fast passes a little bit at the beginning um but we didn't really mention like actually using those fast passes we just talked about the attractions that we would do and kind of like without talking about the fast pass but that's because we don't really know what fast passes you would have and yeah well i mean we can just suggest like yeah. What would be difficult to get and what you should try to get at 30 days. I mean, at 30 days out, if you can, you're yeah. probably not going to get Mind Train. You're probably not going to get Peter Pan. Um, I think like those are the only two that are like definitely really hard like to get. 99% chance you're not going to have that as an option. You could still probably get Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. You still probably could get Thunder Mountain. They might not be. Now, here's another thing that we didn't talk about is that those might not be at the time that you want to get. Mm-hmm. So you could risk. 
you could risk it and get those fast passes anyways. Even if it's like Space Mountain at 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. at night. And when you get here that morning, you can start trying to modify that and get it to a, uh, uh, an earlier time, which normally you can do. One of the best times to start modifying fast passes if you're in that situation is right after the park opens at 9 a.m. Yeah. Because if somebody has a Space Mountain fast pass and they are able to get on Space Mountain first thing in the morning, they're probably going to end up canceling that fast pass so they can get something else for later in the day. Right. So that's going to open up that opportunity for you to get that fast pass. Right. Because they released it. And it's unfortunate, but there are families all the time who have a fast pass for like say thunder mountain but they're at space mountain and they want to get on space mountain and they're going through the fast pass line they will go through there and they'll try to use that fast pass and the cast member will say you don't have a fast pass you only have one for thunder mountain and they say well we wanted space mountain and the cast member will say well if you guys want to ride this we'll let you go but we're going to get rid of your thunder mountain fast pass so mm -hmm. um those other fast passes a lot of times like it happens quite a bit like you know, cast members are trying to be as helpful as they can be. Um, and so they're, that's why a lot of fast passes will also pop up. Not because people are also canceling them, but because cast members are canceling them because they're at the wrong attraction. And they're mm -hmm. kind of like trading off. I'm not saying that you should go and try to trade off fast Don't passes. Don't try and do that because they're going to give you... They're going to give you a really, really hard time about it. They are. Because they're going to try and tell you, we'll just go use your fast pass for the attraction this right. is meant for. But it happens. So keep that in mind that fast passes are popping up throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Another thing I really like to do when I'm at Magic Kingdom for one day, and I pretty much make everybody do it, is watch the Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade. Every time. I love it. Somebody was actually... It is a good parade. Yeah. Somebody was actually asking me today what is one thing I really want to do whenever the parks open back up, and I really don't want to elaborate on this, but all I want to say is that I cannot wait to watch Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade because I love it. With our park parade cushions that we literally never use. Do you even know where they are? I literally don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought maybe that they would be out there, but I don't remember seeing them, and so I'm not sure. Guess you better start digging. I mean, they only cost, they were like Get $2. Get the rubbing, you lazy Mary. They are like $2 at Cast Connection, so it's not that big of a deal. Actually, we got them at Character Warehouse. Or Character Warehouse, that's what I meant. That mm -hmm. place. Yeah, and I mean, I think Festival of Fantasy is a, is a really good one. Now, one thing about Festival of Fantasy Parade, and if you've only got one day, for us, we know a lot of times we'll be like, we're going in, we're going to watch Festival of Fantasy Parade because we want to get video and we want to get photos. So we will get there exceptionally early. When I say exceptionally early, I don't mean like 45 minutes before the parade starts. We're talking like sometimes we'll get in there and I'll be like, I'm going to sit here for two hours, and if Taylor wants to go do something, she can go do something. And I literally will just sit there. And I normally, like, I'm, like, I'm not usually watching YouTube videos because I don't have headphones, but, like, I'm just looking at more things for, like, video production stuff to keep myself busy while I'm sitting there. But we will get there early. Now, if you're here for one day, you probably don't want to do that. You don't want to waste up time like that. So um, you can still pretty much see the festival of fantasy parade anywhere and not have to be right up front and still mm -hmm. have a pretty good vantage point but i mean mm -hmm. the classic area like the the picturesque areas are in the hub with like that the Cinderella castle, castle drop mm -hmm. yeah backdrop um even all the way up at the front of the park i wouldn't really suggest being all the way up there because it's probably going to be really out of the way unless you just met mickey or you're going to meet mickey afterwards mm -hmm. um 
you know, probably you're going to be, it really depends on where you're at. I mean, if you're on the frontier side and Adventureland side, uh, even just anywhere up near Space Mountain or Splash Mountain, where it's starting out at and coming through is a good spot. Um, even getting into Liberty Square where it comes through at. I mean, really any place that you can find to just sit and watch them because, again, you don't really want to waste all that time sitting there. And if you're waiting for the parade to right, start. And if you're behind a few people, sure, you're not going to have the best viewing possible. But the floats are so big. Right. You're still going to be able to see all the characters up on the floats and everything. So mm -hmm. it's just like people that get mad when somebody stands in front of them for fireworks. Like the fireworks are in the sky. Right. The floats are up kind of high. They're going to be above people's heads. So right. you might miss some of the dancers that are walking through the parade. But the big main floats, you will not miss them. And the music and the energy is just so good. Like just being along the parade route in general, even if you're not watching the parade and you're just kind of walking by, it's just like an awesome feeling. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of that, you know, we can talk about fireworks. I mean, the same thing with fireworks. When Taylor and I are going to be there to actually watch fireworks, we get there and we have like normally a place where we want to stand and that's where Stake we're going to stand. It out. And we're going to be there until the fireworks get set off. You don't mm -hmm. necessarily have to do that either. Because, again, that's taking up time for you to be getting on to attractions. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. If you can time it right, a really great attraction to ride during the fireworks is Thunder Mountain. If you can't get – so my friend Audrey, when she came down, Josh mentioned her coming earlier. Um, she had been to Disney World before, but it had been, like, years. So we actually linked on the app, and I booked us some Fast Passes. And I happened to get us one for Thunder Mountain, like, while we were in the park. And it was for during firework time. I was like, oh, how perfect is that going to be if we can see fireworks while we're on there? And that was after we had already used three Fast Passes. And after we had modified and got other Fast Passes, we were able to get on Thunder Mountain. And let me tell you what, it was just, like, a random weekday. And it was packed. So, like, I couldn't even believe we were able to do anything. And you met us at Thunder Mountain, mm -hmm. remember? So, Josh actually had to work and he met us over at Thunder Mountain. And we got on and we started going up the hill and the fireworks were going off. And Audrey, she still tells me to this day that the, that was her favorite moment of that night we were at Magic Kingdom. She was literally only at Magic Kingdom for like four hours or something one evening, maybe five. And that she said that was her favorite part was riding Thunder Mountain during the fireworks. Yeah. And it is. It's an awesome feeling. It's just, it's a, it, and it's a cool vantage point that a lot of people just don't get to see, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but with that being said, though, about vantage points, you don't have to be out in front of the castle either. No. Obviously, that's going to give you the best picturesque thing that you're going to see in all of the mm -hmm. Disney Park videos. But it's also going to be the most packed. It is. And uh, with that being said, you know, it, it's, it's not going to take you 10 minutes to get out of the hub uh, through the crowd, but it is going to be very congested. So mm -hmm. another really great place to stand is over by um, Be Our Guest on yes, the bridgeway on there. on the bridge. I was going to say that. And looking back, because they're going to launch fireworks, a few fireworks at the actual castle. But a lot of stuff is actually launched back behind the where Be Our Guest is. The big fireworks. So you can kind of stand there and see them pop up and come up. And, it, and again, it's different. It's not the same thing as seeing them from out in front of Cinderella's castle. But the nice thing about that is, is that um, if there's, you know, if you want to ride Ariel, Undersea Adventure. 
Undersea with the Little Mermaid? Whatever it's called. <laughs> or if you want to go ride Dumbo at this point or go meet one, any of those characters, you can easily get there very quickly from mm-hmm. where you're at. So, Or if you really wanted to do the Tomorrowland Speedway and weren't able to do that earlier during yeah. the day, you can go over and do the Speedway like right after the fireworks. Because normally wait times during during Festival of the Fantasy Parade and during the fireworks are going to be at their lowest time. Mm-hmm. So kind of getting in there right at that time is is a great time to be there because, again, if you don't have a fast pass or something, you're going to wait less than you would normally during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you do end up really wanting, you know, you don't mind not seeing the parade, that's a good time to go get on some attractions because so many people are standing there watching that parade a few wait times might drop a little bit. And then same thing with the fireworks. Like I actually had somebody tell me not too long ago that when they were at Magic Kingdom, it was almost the very end of the fireworks show and they went over to Mine Train and they walked on. Yeah. Walked on Mine Train. It's pretty crazy. That doesn't happen every day. So it might not happen every night during the fireworks, but if you are lucky, you might be able to walk on an attraction that you not necessarily always would be able to i don't know what i'm trying to say i added a lot of extra words you did and another good attraction too if you can get on it in time at right is astro orbiter (gasps) now you are consistently spinning in a circle so you're kind of doing instantly you're kind of like if the fireworks are over there you're like looking oh there they go and then you gotta like you know you gotta come back around like this if you just keep your head looking one direction (laughs) the whole ride you'll be able to see them as you're going around yeah especially since they're launched like at the castle and then back near beast castle yeah but it's still it's another cool place (laughs) dumbo's also pretty cool too we've been on dumbo before yep watching the fireworks so and i've actually seen some people i think we tried to do it once but there were just so many people up there we couldn't stay up there up at the swiss family robinson treehouse oh yeah That'd be Mm -hmm. a cool one. Yeah. So, honestly, you can watch the fireworks from pretty much any area in the park. Um, If you Even if you can't really see the castle, you're still going to be able to see the fireworks up in the air. Now, and and again, I mean, it's not the same as being out in front of the castle. Because these are fireworks that are designed and set to a time and a theme. Mm -hmm. So, when you see just them just like going off, it might not necessarily make sense. You're still going to hear the music because the music plays through the whole park. Right. But there are projections that go along with the songs on the castle. So you may miss that. But I honestly like watching the fireworks from different places in the park, like almost every time we go. Yeah. Now, once you've seen the fireworks, it depends on the night and depends on what time the park closes. But normally the park is still open after the fireworks have, have finished and ceased. And at that point... Don't be like everybody else and go with the crowd. Obviously, you're going to have had a super long day. Mm -hmm. You're going to be really tired. But this would be the time that if you have something that you really want to ride, that you couldn't get a fast pass for, you didn't want to wait in line for, this would be the best time to do it. Uh, Because obviously there's tens of thousands of people who are literally walking out right now after the fireworks just ended. Now the lines that... Uh, were kind of moderate, are now going to be even less because there's less people. So mm-hmm. it's a good time to take advantage. Uh, there might still be some characters like that are like doing meet and greets in certain locations. It just depends. You have to check the app or like the times guide to see what time those characters meet until. And it's mostly it's mostly the ones that are like indoors that you can still meet up until the actual park closes. So right. say the park 
closes at 10 and fireworks were at like 9 or 9.30, you can still get on attractions up until 10 p.m. So just keep that in mind that, yeah, hey, maybe the fireworks went off at 9 o'clock, but if the park doesn't close until 10, sometimes the park doesn't even close till 11 or midnight, and they only do one firework showing. Yeah. And a lot of people leave after those fireworks. So if you can stick it out and wait till after the fireworks to leave, go try and get on a few attractions because, like Josh said, the wait times are going to be much shorter. Yeah, absolutely. Because everybody thinks the park's closed. Fireworks, fireworks are over, park's closed. And normally all of the food options are still available as well. So if yes. you not necessarily sit down stuff, but mm-hmm. Casey's Corner, popcorn. And sit downs are most likely are probably still open. But for the ones in Magic Kingdom, you typically have to have a reservation or you're not going to get in. Right. Cool. So I guess if you've only got one day at Magic Kingdom and you only got to choose a few rides that you could actually get a fast pass for and do, mm-hmm. what would you do? Yeah, you'll have to let us know because... No, I'm, I'm asking you what oh, would me? you do. Oh, it, you were looking at the camera like you were asking them. Well, I mean, I'm talking to them, but I'm also talking oh. to you. Okay. What do you mean? Say it again? I missed the question. Holy moly. So if you... What we've been talking about, right? We kind of went through kind of an outline of what somebody else should do. If they've only got one day, try to book everything in advance, get here early, do your rope drop mm-hmm. stuff, but... We don't know necessarily what, like, they would want to do. Maybe they're still not really quite sure what they would want to do. So mm-hmm. I'm asking you if Taylor, you had to pick. me. Is that your name? Yeah. Well, because whenever I say you during the podcast, I mean, like, the royal you. Like, everybody you. Um, not you as in Josh Rippey. What? <laughs> what <laughs> I'm making attractions it complicated. would you have to ride? If and I you had... can't say all of them. No. But you can only pick a few. If I could only pick a few, I would literally do what I started explaining at the beginning. I would rope drop mine train. And this is thinking, this is the mindset that I don't have any fast passes. I would rope drop mine train. I would go do Space Mountain and Buzz Lightyear. Then I would go over to Frontierland and do either Splash Mountain and Thunder Mountain or one or the other. Just depending what the wait times look like. Because it depends on the time of year and the day of the week how busy the park is going to be. Then I would probably go hit Pirates. I can skip with Jungle Cruise and not be sad about it. I like Jungle Cruise, but I just, I cannot wait in that queue. It drives me insane. Um, Then I would see what Haunted Mansion looks like because you can sneak back over into Liberty Square through Adventureland, like that Frontierland Adventureland like walkway. I would try and go over to Haunted Mansion because I love Haunted Mansion. Um, And... I love Dumbo, so I would try and fit in Dumbo at some point in time, because pretty much everybody I've taken to Disney World, I make them ride Dumbo. First off, because it's an easy fast pass to get, so I would use a fast pass for Dumbo, most definitely, in the afternoon, if I had morning ones, whatever. Um, I just love that feeling of, like, going to Disney World and riding Dumbo. Like, that's like a memory for me from my childhood, is riding Dumbo at Magic Kingdom. So I would have to do that. Um, I would have to see Festival of Fantasy Parade. I would have to watch the fireworks. And then between the Festival of Fantasy Parade and the fireworks, I would make time to just do like other little things. Like now, maybe not back way back when, but now I love to do Carousel Progress. I love to do the TTA. And the Country Bear Jamboree is just kind of funny. 
<laughs> You're really going much deeper than you needed to go, but well, you asked. You didn't say how deep. I said have few. I didn't say let's go. I'm telling you what my day would look like. I'm just saying let's. We didn't need to go a through day the in the life. Part. That was it. Now you, Josh Rippy, what would you do? Just a few attractions. Just a few. You want me to go through the whole day? I would arrive <laughs> I at approximately seven fifty-five. At the Magic Kingdom gates. Now he's being smart. Oh, no. Um, I mean, if I if I only had like one day, you know, Magic Kingdom to me is, it's not like the one park that I would have to go to if I only had one day. But if I had one day in Magic Kingdom, I would have to ride Space Mountain. I'd have to ride Buzz. How about Splash Mountain? Um, no, I would not ride Splash Mountain. Um, I'd have to ride Buzz because I love Buzz. It's an awesome attraction. And if I can ride it multiple times, I will. And then from there, hmm, 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 maybe like Haunted Mansion or even Peter Pan. Um, and I'm not really sure why, but I just, for some reason, I think like, oh, what, what, what would I really want to ride if I could ride something? And for some reason, Peter Pan just keeps popping up in my head. So I would probably do that. I would skip Mine Train. I don't need to do that. I would skip uh, Splash Mountain. Thunder Mountain, I'm sure I could ride at some point. I wouldn't mind waiting in line for that. Um, but then I'd have to have, like, you know, my Mickey pretzel. have to have that. Um, cheeseburger egg rolls. Taylor brought up Sleepy Hollow. I'd actually probably do my lunch at Sleepy Hollow and get the chicken waffle, the spicy chicken waffle sandwich. Um, because, sandwich. Because it's really good. But, yeah, and I mean, I, I would like to I would I would like to probably watch Festival of the Fantasy Parade. Um, wouldn't have to be a must-do, but... I would probably sit down and watch it just because it's it's nice, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what else. I guess I would watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. I'm not really like one that's into like sitting down and actually like watching the fireworks go off. No, but it's nice if you have one day at Magic Kingdom to right. watch the fireworks. So uh, always make sure that you guys have got a plan whenever you're doing all of your planning. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Weekly Breakdown. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any suggestions or comments or anything that you'd like to hear us talk about and discuss or answer, mm-hmm. uh, let us know down in the comments below. Or you can send an email to the WDWCouple1 at gmail.com with the subject titled uh, Suggestions for Podcast. I don't know. Anything like that the would The Weekly work. Breakdown Podcast? Sure. Suggestions? And that's it suggestion box and that's a weekly breakdown